Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth, don't. This is Left Unsupervised with Elizabeth Morales, your comedic host that's done it all. Actress, writer, director, producer, headdresser, bartender, beauty pitcher, organizer, rock and roll PR expert, talent coordinator, bookkeeper, hostess, makeup artist, wife, mother, and general badass. Now listen as she interviews all of her favorite celebrities, doctors, and entrepreneurs that she's met along the way. This week, Elizabeth is left unsupervised with her guest, Lowell Sanders. Mace, I'm so excited. Today we have a super funny comedian. I love comedians. Lowell Sanders. And um, I want to ask you something. Do you know how they say that when you have stage fright, you should imagine the audience naked? Yes, I've heard that. And I've always thought that must be distracting, right? Guess what? Our guest today doesn't have to imagine. He actually had a whole naked audience. He did. Oh, yeah, girl. Shut up. Oh, yeah. He performed to nude people. Nudist. Yes. Yes. He did. (laughs) I don't even know how to say it. Oh, nudist. He did a boat cruise, and it was a nudist boat cruise. Apparently, he didn't know, and everybody was naked, and he's got so many stories. I can't wait for you to hear not only that, but how we met, which is that in itself is hilarious. But I can't wait for you to meet him. I'm so excited. Where's the the strangest place you've been naked, Miss um, Macy? You know, I went to this uh, spa one time with all of my girlfriends. I didn't even know him that well at the time. It was just kind of some coworkers, right? And uh, I thought we would get to get in these tubs and our bathing suits. We'd have a nice relaxing <gasps> day. And they stole all of our clothes. They were like, "You cannot come in here with bathing suit tops or bottoms." So I was completely naked with all my coworkers. Found out one of them had nipple rings. Oh. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was really traumatic, but you know, if you're naked long enough, it becomes normal. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> like you don't. When they gave me my clothes back, I was like, oh. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Was it one of those Asian spas that? Yes. That, okay. It's the Wee Spa. All right, my girlfriend's been dying for me to go. She's like, girl, they're gonna scrub you head to toe. You're gonna, gonna be, be amazing. The nakedest day of your life. Yeah, I pass. <laughs> I just can't. The thought of like sitting where somebody else sat naked. Oh mm, yeah, can't do it. And very very naked. Can't do it. That's. <laughs> That's a, where's the strangest place I've been naked? Yeah, I think in our office where you're half <laughs> yeah. naked every day, whipping your bra off. I mean, oh yeah, I am Houdini with that bra. Let me tell you, <laughs> just one one click, it's gone. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's amazing. Well, I can't wait for Lowell. I can't wait to hear this story. I can't wait to start this naked podcast. Well, let's grab him. I'm here today with my friend. Friend. Yes, friend. Am I using that this too is loosely? Business. Yeah. Okay. Business. My business friend. He is a fantastic comedian, if I may say so, and currently opening for Tim Allen in Las Vegas right now. Tim Allen's opening for me. Ooh, I like it. Take him on the road with me. Oh. He's been under my wing for a long time. (laughs) Oh, my God. That kid is going places. Is that how you got him home improvement? Yeah. Oh, it was homeboy improvement. (laughs) They took it from me. Well, you can see Lowell. He has opened and been on tour with George Lopez. You might know him from his appearances in Home Improvement, The Drew Carey Show, and Comedy Central's Comic View. Welcome. Hey, some movies, too. You know, just I've been, I had some walk-ons. Oh, <laughs> did you prepare? Jungle. To jungle. Did a Jungle yeah. to Jungle. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was briefly. That was you were in Jungle to Jungle. Ago. What was the other movie you were in? Oh, Joe Somebody. Joe Somebody. Man number two. Fight. Fight number two. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. That was my description. Ah. Oh. Yeah, 
Okay. That's what I was. So, Lowell, I want my you to credit. tell me. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that your street cred? That was my credit. <laughs> Creed. Creed. Oh, God. That movie, Creed. Yeah, you loved it? I loved it. I was in there, too. Were you? I was in the background. I was Were... in the fight scene. Were you? Yeah. Were you cheering him on? I was on? aspiring partner. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Look at it again. Oh, my God. I got to see it. I'm the black guy. <laughs> Shut up. Check it out. Check me out. Okay, Lowell, let's tell our listeners how we met, because that's a pretty interesting story. How many story. listeners are there? Um, probably none. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's, go. let's, let's do go. this. So let's tell our listeners how we met, which is a very interesting story. Very interesting. I was bamboozled. We were bamboozled. We were? You got bamboozled too? I got bamboozled. You was with so, the bamboozie. What? Bamboozer. Who, I'm, me? Yeah, you was with the bamboozer. No, I knew the bamboozer, <laughs> but I was not the bamboozie. So what happens is we get called. I don't know Lowell. I get called and I'm asked to uh, be the talent coordinator for this um, competition. Competition, Miss Arizona. Miss Arizona, in search of Miss Arizona. In search of Miss Arizona. So yeah. I'm like, ooh, that yes, nice, don't it? Yeah, um, we marketed it right. I'm. They marketed it great. Yeah, I am going to be. Check uh, it out. They got you and me on two different, on two different occasions, different ways. That's how they sold it. They were great con people, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. I'll tell you, I thought it was going to be a legit. I was so excited. Yeah, they flew me yeah. out first class. Oh, yeah. And then limo, I get there. Picked up in a limo. A five-star restaurant. Resort, nice resort. Amazing place, right? We get picked oh, up. man. Never met great. you before. Never met you. Had a big dinner before. Big, beautiful uh, dinner. with out in a private conference room in a restaurant. Thousands of dollars, I'm yeah, sure, because the champagne. I can't champagne... wait to go do the show, man. I'm looking forward to this. I'm thinking it's in a theater. Yeah, and yeah. we're thinking, oh, this yeah, is going to be a sweet gig. Maybe about 1,200 seater, you know. And then? And then I'm in a titty bar. <laughs> looking for Miss Arizona. <laughs> and yeah. I was in the titty bar with you, right? Yeah, judge. judge. Judging the titties. <laughs> yeah, and every time I had to bring up 20... Strippers. <laughs> After about the first one, they didn't want to see me no more. <laughs> they were like, get that guy off stage. He's not funny. We want to see titties. <laughs> I started screaming, show me your tits. <laughs> but they were pissed. But it was funny is that we met that night. We met the night before and I was in business mode. So I was a total was like serious, best. serious. Serious. Elizabeth. You weren't yeah. even Beth. You were Elizabeth. Right. Beth didn't exist. No. It was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And we were sitting there having dinner and you're like, ooh, that looks good. And I'm like. She had some lamb chops. And it's like, it is good. And I messed up my order. I don't know what I had, but I, it wasn't looking as good. I'm like, wow, that looks good. What is that? Well, yeah, I was kind of bitchy to you. You, know, you were bitchy. Can I kind of? How do you be kind of bitchy? Well, I was a bitch. Yeah, you were a bitch. I was. But then I made up for it. Because we met at the airport the next day. We were both yeah, we, dumbfounded. Like, what the fuck just happened? We were just at a titty bar the night before judging Miss Arizona, which was not how they had yeah. sold it to us. No. Then I see you at the airport and Sybil comes out. Oh, I'm yeah. like, hey, love. So what's wrong? What, 
man, this girl is on something. That's not the same girl. I asked my manager I was with. I said, that's not the girl that wouldn't give me the lamb chops, is it? Said, oh, because we got drunk on wow. the on the on the plane. Where are you about- going? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to L.A. What flight you on? What flight you on? I'm on Delta first class. I'm in first class too. <laughs> and then we partied. Oh yeah, you ever had a Bloody Mary? No. But, You're about to. Oh man! I, and I got you drunk on Bloody Marys. Oh, you got me drunk. There was no Uber back in those days. So Mm-mm. your manager. Was, yeah, we were, we were toasted, man. How long is that flight? An hour and a half. It's yeah. about yeah. It's about a two about song. a two hour flight. That was great though. So did that top the strange experiences that you have experienced as far as places where you've done, or, or do you have weirder places? Like, tell me some of the places that you've done that you're like, oh, I fucking can't believe I'm here. Mm. Oh, there's, there's a bunch of those places. I used to play it all, all down in the South. So there was places where I thought I would never be and shouldn't be, but I was. And? Does that give does that give you a little edge when you're doing it, or, or is it? Well, when you're doing the show, well, you know, when you when you um in a club with a bunch of um, like say Mississippi, right? Bunch of rednecks, right? And you're the only chip in the cookie, <laughs> and then you be wondering, just like, how did I get here? Man, comedy is so universal. <laughs> And, and, I'm you know, sorry. And you just gotta sit. You <laughs> You're gotta the one chip there. cookie. One chip cookie. <laughs> and and you don't think about it. Oh my god! And you just You're scared. But you, you're scared. Yeah, but, but you, you do can't it let anyway. Them know. Yeah, no. you can't let them know. You know. And how how were those appearances? You know, Did you they, get laughs? They, they usually love you because they're not used to seeing a a black guy right do, do, telling jokes. <laughs> right. You know? So they they're happy. You know, it's like. Everybody, you know, I got a, you know, I got a friend like you, you know, you'd be like, oh yeah, you know, or let me tell you after you get finished telling jokes, they want to come up and tell you a joke. Well, that, I want to ask you a question. What? That's what we're doing here. Go ahead, Beth. (laughs) Shut up. Go ahead. You're on the air. (laughs) I'm listening. Okay. Who's running this interview? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Ask me. (laughs) No, you go ahead. How long have you been doing comedy? Um, started in 19, I started in 1979. I never will forget it. And? 1979. Started out with uh, open mic night in Detroit with uh, Tim Allen, uh, Dave Couillet, the guy that was on Full House, Joy. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see who else. You started off Mike, with them? Yeah. Mike Bert- Binder. Mike Binder had already came out to... Uh, Los Angeles, so he would come back and be like a headliner. He produced uh, a lot of movies now, uh, right? He had a Mind of a Married Man used to be on HBO. He's done a lot of movies with Kevin Costner. He wrote uh, Adam Sandler. Oh wow! Uh, you've seen his movies. I can't think of the name of them right now offhand. But yeah, we all started out back in '79 and uh, open mic night. Um, did you hear that? Was that your stomach growling? <laughs> oh, was that my throat? Yeah, I got any food in this place? <laughs> <laughs> no, we base, we barely have water. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we got to uh, feed you too. We, you got to come over here, drive all the way to Calabasas, and then you want food and water? That's asking yeah, yeah, a lot. No, that's asking too much. This, this, this ain't the Tonight Show. Ain't no, where's the green room? 
Um, You're in it. <laughs> this is it. This is everything. Yeah. You walked in. That's it. Um, yeah. So we started out. We weren't getting any money. Uh, we were all starting out together. Then they, then they found out they were making money at the Comedy Castle in Detroit, and uh, they started giving us gas money, like five dollars. Then you hope that you get a spot for the weekends. You go on Tuesday night, open mic night. Then they were open Tuesday to Saturday. So how? what made you, because I can imagine, I remember calling you once and I said, hey, Lowell, I'm taking this stand-up comedy class and do you have any tips for me? You started laughing and you said, yeah, keep your money. You don't learn stand-up. You either got it or you don't. How did you know did you I had tell it? You that? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's that true. Was, that was hard. That was rough. I mean, I've never seen anyone really come out of a comedy class or know anyone Being. that's doing comedy. I mean, usually. How um, did you know you had it? Like, how did you know? You're hilarious. I've seen so many of your shows and I love, you are so funny. How uh, did you know you had it? Did you, did you get that check? check yeah. Put the check in the mail. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Yeah. My gratitude yeah, is what okay. you get, buddy. Uh, well, thanks. Um, well, I was just determined. I was, uh, you, you learn from experience. You know, I don't think it's, there's a class that you can get on that, Actually, most people who get those classes do it to get the nerve, and then right. they have to invite the the instructor is getting paid by you signing up, and then you have to bring a bunch of people to support you. Yes. So and they, they pay for the night. Then they pay for that. Then then they get you into uh, we're gonna have the final night where everyone comes. And then see who wins, and then what happens after that? Well, nothing, because actually, yeah. the com- my my stand up comedy teacher, I saw her act, yeah, and she was terrible, horrible, <laughs> terrible. Those that can't do <laughs> teach, yeah. No, yeah. I'm serious. She was terrible. And then in the middle of, the, I'm going, what am I doing here? There was no guidance, and I was like, you know, screw this. Yeah. I'm not funny because what you're gonna do when you can't take anyone you know. What you gonna do when you just show up at the club and and they say get on stage and you don't know anyone? Throw up. Well, it's just like not right now to show. I'm I'm dying up here on uh, Showtime. Um, Is it a stand up comedy show? Yeah, it it kind of uh, relates to the days back when I started or a little bit before, right? The early seventies, um, where um, it's based on the comedy store out here in L.A. Okay. So it, you get those uh, similar to what we were going through all over the country. This, this was before there was a comedy boom. Right. You know, where you either had to go to Chicago, New York, or L- New York, L.A., and Detroit started. Right. So those You're were, from Detroit, correct? Yeah. Motown, yeah. Yes. Detroit. Love. Shout out, Detroit. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit Motown. Ooh. Sugar pie, honey bunch. No. You know that I love you. Oh, that was yeah. That's too, that's, that's too old. That's too old for you. I can't help, help myself. myself. I love you, you and somebody else. <laughs> if I don't know the that's words, the I version. make them up. That's the new version. Yeah. yeah, you had the right words. I changed it. I revised it. Oh right, is that is yeah? I I remember that's that the Tiger Woods version in the in the opening. So how do you deal with hecklers, Lowell? Like when you have hecklers, like how do you deal with that? Because you know, them. I don't have them. No, I don't tolerate that. You don't tolerate no, that shit. What I do you do? Let's 
let's say no seriously because you like michael richards you know people heckle him and he got in big trouble that was horrible and it seems like a lot of comedians you know, i worked with him i had been working with him uh up until that about i worked with him about a month before that happened um around clubs in la i've been working with him at the comedy magic down in hermosa beach right he was coming in and he was trying to get back in the groove he hasn't he hadn't did comedy in about maybe 15 years because that's an art form to get up there oh, and do takes, that yeah. it's not like being yeah. on tv and being funny so you know he being that he was uh known it was it was um interesting watching every night you know because i i was hosting the show um like the first time he came on right at the comedy magic club oh wow so you know I say, what you want me to say, you know? Do you want me to say, uh, you know, from Seinfeld or this and that? And he said, no, just, you know, uh, just maybe just say my name. So I brought him up. And so when he walks out, you know, the crowd goes crazy. Crazy. You know, because they haven't seen. They, to them, he's Kramer. You know who he is to me? Who? Remember that? Oh, Fridays? Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's yeah, kind that's of what Kramer was anyway. Yeah, that's it, where he, yeah, that's where he came from. Yeah. Yeah. He was never a really good stand-up. He was a good, um, he was good on that show Fridays. Yeah, he's a, I think he's a good physical comedy mm -hmm. actor. Yeah. Yeah. So when he, he walked out, the crowd go crazy for about five minutes, you know, the applause. Right. He, he gets all of that, ah. He's pumped. And, yeah. And then after he started doing comedy, after about five minutes, they're like, what the fuck? What the, the hell is, can, can I say fuck on here? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, let me relax. Yeah, let me unbutton my shirt. <laughs> Do it. Come on, you fuck. know me. I say it every I've been other. holding back. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't this a... <laughs> So, so he gets out there and they go crazy. Then, after he starts telling jokes, he has nothing after about five minutes, and it, and people get restless. And he had been doing this for about a month, and he was, you know, he was getting a little more confident. So he took it down to uh, the Laugh Factory. Oh no! I guess, and he was up on stage, and he had those. That was, that was uh, some black people heckling him, and that's when it started. And they were sitting up at the top. You've been in the laugh. I know, but he went to an extreme. I mean, well, come he, on. It's part of the business. Isn't a part of it. Hecklers isn't part of that your business. Uh, well, everybody doesn't you have to deal with it or entice hecklers. I mean, sometimes, you know, you can open up for that to it, but that doesn't mean it depends on how far I go and how offended you are. Normally, you don't get offended. He got offended because they were being honest about how long are you going to be up there or you suck and he knows and <laughs> that he sucked right you know and then he has nowhere to go after that five minutes they gave him all that big applause there was nowhere to go but down yeah oh god you know and then he saw a black guy and then he brought out the little racial stuff and that was it then the crowd turned and as then, as and, they should yeah and then you know People have all their cell phones and everything, and they start videoing. Next thing you know, it's, it's on the internet. Oh my god, that was that was. So, what do you do when you have a heckler? I make sure. Do you I shut them down the immediately? Phones. I take all the phones, shut them down. No, well, <laughs> normally I don't get those that type of heckling. I mean, I you might get someone that says something, but you know, you can you have. I know Dave Chappelle have, takes the phones. 
when you yeah, go to his now show. Yeah, that's a new thing. Because they lock down he, your phone. Yeah, they don't want you to. Uh, With John Mayer, see this, see that this. is such a weird combination. Yeah, that's because when he does new material, he doesn't want it to be out, out before there. he. When you're selling your act for sixty million on uh, yeah Netflix, <laughs> and it's a uh, you don't want to be working out in the club and somebody, you know, putting it on. You know, a lot of times now uh, people recording, you don't even know they're recording. That's true. Because I used to sell, like I sell merchandise after a show. Right. And uh, Are you still got your t-shirts? No, I don't do that. That was, that's so 80s. I still have your t-shirt. <laughs> Been there, done it, bought a t-shirt. <laughs> Go to Disneyland. <laughs> Go to Disneyland. You know, I got tired of carrying those t-shirts, man. You had to, you know, can you imagine carrying I know, carrying but they were them? so cute. Yeah, but I had to send them everywhere I go, uh, Airline, air, airlines have to pay for extra baggage now. What am I going to do? Pay for the T-shirts, don't sell them, bring them back? <laughs> You're losing <laughs> money. giving them out, throwing them out on the freeway. Here, take them. I can't take them back on the plane. Nobody wants these. No more. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite city to play in? Is it Vegas? Uh, uh, Vegas is, is great, but it's it's probably the – it's not the best city to play uh do you like going back home to Detroit? Do you think I like I like going home because that's like, you know, they appreciate you more, right? Because you you you're not there anymore. When you're there, they don't. You just uh, well, you're just local, right? You know, we we can see you anytime. You know, when you leave and come back, and if you've done anything, you know, people respect that, and, and uh, that's the only way you're going to get any respect is by leaving. And then, and then you, you go back, and it's you know it's. Um, R-E-S-P-C-T. Like, yeah, everybody looking for you and asking you for shit. You know, people want more tickets. You know, <laughs> you know every that's the, everybody. Nobody wants to pay. Yeah, you funny motherfucker. What? We got to pay for it. No, I got shit to do. <laughs> no, hey, I'm in town. To I'm playing. Oh, yeah, yeah I want to go. Yeah, you got yeah, tickets? Yeah. No, just buy them. Oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot. I have company that week. <laughs> I know, yeah, I got yeah, to move and shit. You know, we, we ain't going to be in town. But they think that the club or... The club is, you know, they like now when I go home, the club I work, uh, um, they'll only give you so many comps, you know, like say they give me like four four comps to show, right? And you got family and shit, and you know, so <laughs> I, sometimes now that when I go back, um, the ones who want to come, they'll come, right? You know, and I don't worry about letting everyone know. Well, and you know what? At the end of the day, you're th this is an artistry, and they need to support you. They need to buy tickets. Yeah. You know, you need to go and support your people. That the, your people are the people that should be buying the yeah. tickets. You know, what is your worst city to, that you've experienced as far as comedy? Like, what's the toughest city you've had to play? I, I don't think about cities that being the worst or the the toughest. Because then you don't want to go back. Right. Most cities you I play, you know, I look forward to going back. So it's 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 not. I I used to look hate to go back to colleges. You know, because colleges are hard. Oh, it's a tough crowd. Oh, because you don't know where you're gonna be. Colleges have this money to pay you, and they pay more than anything. Right. But when you get there, the students are running it. So you might be in a lunchroom cafeteria. <laughs> You hey, know. at least you're not in a titty bar. Yeah, but yeah, that's the worst I ever played. That's that's yeah. You, we started out with the worst, and you asking me what's the worst I ever played? I don't my, know. I thought maybe you watching titties all night wasn't going to be that bad. I watch titties on my own. I don't want to be working watching a titty bar. 
That ain't entertainment. <laughs> Every time you get up there, get your ass off stage. Why is that yeah, guy on what stage? What kind of heckle? You talking about have I ever been heckled? Yeah, I got heckled for 20 times. Every time I brought up a stripper, I got heckled. <laughs> Now you, we started with the worst shit. That should have ended on that. Oh my that should have been my closer. Lol. Everything else has been oh, great. But, yeah, but look, we met. Yeah, so that was yeah. that was the only good thing, and we have laughed about been, that yeah, for years. And you got even more screwed than I did because they owed you oh, like yeah. money and Dang. plane tickets and this and that. I flew yeah. out a couple more times first class when they. So that's uh, how, that's what it meant to you, first class. That was that's how they got you. That's how they got and, me. And they put Hell, first we're class gonna have Miss Arizona. Would you gonna fly me out? Yeah, first class. Okay. Yeah, first class, all expenses oh, yeah. paid. Yeah. Who's gonna pass that up, right? Me. If that ever happens, if that ever happened again, I would. Yeah, but we didn't know we were in a. We were listen. The way they sold it, we were gonna be in an auditorium. It was like uh, the event that was the of Arizona of my career at that time. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be like, a, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, a host. You know, and a, you know, I'm dressing up. You were in a suit. Yeah, you know, I got a suit on. I got more shit on in a titty bar. They thought I was gonna strip. <laughs> I could have stripped for ten minutes. Take all the shit I had bro. on. <laughs> hey, no, look. you know what's worse? What? You ask. I did a nude cruise. What? A nude cruise. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, this is. Yeah, Gold. I got pictures. Want to see? Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> if it's, it's balls hanging out of, people, of the knees, no. Yeah, but it ain't the kind of people you want to see on. I did a. It's always know, a cruise the. Line. It's always the kind of people you don't want to see naked yeah, that want to get naked. And they they come to my show naked. <laughs> yeah, and one time I had some I had some people in the audience. Uh, this couple, and I was doing my show, and this was they were about the nicest looking people in the crowd. They were young, pretty young, maybe right. About, Maybe 30. And they came, it was a couple and a girl, and they had the clothes on. Everybody else was naked. Oh, my God. So I said, why y'all got your clothes on? And they said, we don't feel like taking them off. I said, take your clothes off. <laughs> take off your damn clothes. Did they take I'm it take off? Your, I'm going to take you off the clothes, police. Take your fucking clothes. <laughs> yeah, they took them off. No way in yeah, the middle they, of the they show. They just stood up and started taking off their clothes. And I said, this shit would never happen, work anywhere else. Because if I did this in a regular comedy, take your damn clothes off. Take them off now. I'll be walking out there. I was just bullshitting. I was Cuffed. bullshitting. You be yeah, handcuffed. Be handcuffed <laughs> oh. Did you get naked on the boat cruise? Did I get naked? No, yes. no, I didn't get naked. They asked, but I didn't. I, but I why didn't not? Do it. It's only fair if they're naked. You got to be naked. Yeah, but one time I was there because I knew it was a new cruise. Right. And then the next time I didn't know. So. Well, will you get naked now? I'm, I'm now. Right now. <laughs> I'm already naked. I have nothing on under this desk right here. <laughs> Woo! Well, there you go. Hey, well, so look at my stuff is still at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you feel so comfortable. Oh, you could yeah. get naked that's here. I'm, I'm free. Maybe this will break I'm the ice free. now, the next boat I'm, cruise I'm, that you do naked. Oh, I'll break the ice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll break the ice. I have a built-in <laughs> hammer. Break ice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Noob. Noob. Okay, but wait a minute. How can you be funny when you have vajayjay and balls and boobies and all that staring back at you? Do you just you, you look at the eyes? You block it out. You after you, you don't want to see shit that look like that. Imagine what it looks like at the buffet. Oh, oh my God! Shut up! This shit. 
balls out. <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Uh, lol, you gotta stop. I ain't I'm like sweating right now. Oh my to god. the walls. <laughs> to the walls. That's the, the sweat run down those balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, so I've been scarred for life. It was never the same looking at uh, anything after that. Oh my god. Who's your favorite comedian? Like who inspired you? Like do you ha- do you my have my favorite co- um, comedian? Richard Pryor. I would have to be my favorite comic, and I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been running down the street and your ass on fire? <laughs> People will get out of your way, <laughs> except for that one wine. We'd be like, "You want to give me a light?" <laughs> Richard I Pryor, love Richard Pryor. Pryor. He's my favorite. He's amazing. But I, uh, nowadays, uh, well, I have to say, Dave Chappelle, he's up there with the top with the rest of them. First of all, I want to say, I don't want nobody hollering out, "I'm Rick James, bitch." <laughs> that shit fucked my life up, man. Can't even go to Disneyland. I went to Disneyland with my kids. Mickey Mouse got in the act. I'm Rick James, bitch. I'm Rick James. I said, Mickey, please. Can you not say bitch in front of my kids? <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. I couldn't take it no more. I hit that motherfucker, man. Knocked his head off. Everybody said, oh, shit. Mickey Mouse is Mexican. <laughs> but <Ba-dum>, <laughs> Tell me a crazy stalker, crazy fan story. I know you oh, got one. Man. I know you got a lot of them. No, I don't. I don't, I don't remember none that you want to talk I about. I have some maybe. now on Facebook that uh, I don't get on Facebook anymore. Uh, not much, right? Because uh, you know, people don't put real shit on there. You know, people are bragging, showing the shit. You never see anybody saying, you know, I'm. Police pulling me over. I'm getting DUI. You know, you don't yeah. see no shit like that. <laughs> Look, I'm getting fired, cleaning out my desk. You know, you don't see no shit like that. You know, I had to get out so, of shit. So, all right. Well, then. But um, I had one girl, you know, people start sending you messages and shit. Or you start looking, you open up your shit and all of a sudden you got all these likes. And you be like, who the fuck like that picture? <laughs> then you go to another picture. Damn, what the fuck? Who liking this shit? You know nobody. Yeah, you don't. No, yeah, you don't know them. It's the same fucking person. You'd be like, "Oh shit." I'm one of those. I like everything you put. I don't even read it. I dislike it. I know. (laughs) They should have shit that that, that's what that's people like you. That's why I'm not on Facebook. (laughs) Don't like my shit. You don't like it. Lowell, how many times have you been asked? Hey, you want to hear a joke? Oh shit! If I had a dollar. (laughs) Does that I had annoy- a dollar for every time I wouldn't be on this podcast. Yeah, well, you <laughs> <laughs> I had a dollar every time somebody say you want to hear a joke. Isn't that annoying? Doesn't everybody, because you're a comedian, expect you to be funny <laughs> all the time? Every time, every time you go out, somebody want to ask you to do a joke. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no joke. <laughs> Man, how come? I come every time. I don't want to oh, hear a damn joke. <laughs> and you know it's going to be a racial joke when they say you want to hear a joke and they start looking around. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I, I was just talking to Macy, my producer, this morning. Like, the shit that people say to me, like, I've never felt uh, any kind of racism because 
I, you can't tell what I am, right? So even though I'm Latina, I you still go, don't know what you. What are you? I'm not sure either. No, I'm I'm Cuban. Okay, Cuban American. I, I know what you are. But I can't stand. You know what I am? Yes. What? African American. No, I ain't never been to Africa. You're American. I'm black. You're a black American. Gotcha. A Negro. I'm a. I am a Duban. A Dubo. A Juban. A Juban. Yeah. Okay. I'm a oh, Cuban Jew. You're married to a. Uh, I am person. Jewish by injection, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a little Jewish son, a little Juban. Okay, He's that's good. Jewish. Yeah, that's and why. I, that's why it'd be confusing because you don't look that Cuban now. I don't. No, uh, I don't what, think so. The next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna play a little game that we play with everybody called hashtag Fake News. So I'm gonna let Macy set up the segment and let's play this game. All right, let's play. Hashtag Fake News. Thanks for playing along with me today, guys, on Hashtag Fake News. All right, Lowell, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, so I'm going to explain the game really quickly. I'm going to read you two news headlines. All right. One is real and one is fake. And you're going to be asked to pick out the fake news, both of you, you and Elizabeth. NASA confirms that Earth will experience three days of darkness in November 2021. So I'm going to let you think on that. News headline number two. Fitbit releases a new tracking collar that chokes you when you're inactive. I would have to say the first one with the three nights in 2020 is correct. And Fitbit is false news. All right, Lol. No, I go with the Fitbit. Anything that's going to choke you, that'll make you remember to do shit. <laughs> So that's that's real news. All right, we have a winner, and it is Lowell again. It's not oh, Elizabeth. God damn it! That's common. That's common sense. Most people know that. Yeah, there is yeah. a new Fitbit collar out that yeah. the longer yeah. you sit still, it tightens yeah. around your yeah. neck, and it will eventually choke you yeah. if you don't get up and move. That's right. <laughs> is that not hilarious? Okay. Well, Fitbit, get ready to get a lawsuit. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might be buying one. Yeah. I think this is my key to becoming a Victoria's Secret let her model. Go to sleep. <laughs> oh my goodness She's well thank snore. you guys so much for playing hashtag fake news and i will catch I you next week uh what did he win elizabeth that's a good question our appreciation what kind of game is this what kind of game is this i picked the right answer and I... Man, you win all the ridiculous. glory <laughs> and my admiration <laughs> all right guys thank you so much we will catch you next week all right lol one final question what would you do if you were left unsupervised in a room full of hecklers? Nobody could see or know what you would do. What would you do? I slap the shit out of them one by one. <laughs> I line them up like the Three Stooges and just go down the line. Slap the shit out of them. Well, that's a good. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. I would probably be a little more violent myself, but the slap is I, nice. I don't want to hurt them. I just want, don't want them to do it again. <laughs> At my show. There you go. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> okay, Lowell, why don't you let our listeners know where they can find you? Well, you can find me uh, in Vegas regularly at the Mirage uh, with Tim Allen. And uh, you can look for a theater coming near you with uh, all over the country. So we've been all over the country and doing it for the last um, six years. And we've been in Vegas for 10 years. Wow. 
So. All right. So the Mirage in Vegas opening for yep. Tim Allen and there. any social media that people can find you at? I, you can go to my website, lowellsanders.com, pick up my CD, Man Overboard. And you should pick it up because he's hysterical. Lowell, and look thank for you. me on a cruise near you, Carnival. Or Naked Cruise. Naked Cruise. Nude, nude, nude. Well, thanks for doing my nude podcast today. It's a pleasure, today. Beth, to see you <laughs> after all these years. I know. 25 years. Of friendship. Yeah. I can't believe you're still around me. I can't believe I'm still around. <laughs> I love you, dude. And thanks for listening to Left Unsupervised. Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Left Unsupervised Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>